Adam, my taxes are done. The season's over. I can just go on vacation and not have to see you again for another year. Well, yeah, because you're never going to have to file your taxes again unless it's another year away. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about that They're part. never going away. So here at Adam Up Accounting, we're glad to help you during tax time. But if you're also a larger seller, if you uh, need to run payroll, if you really want some help running those uh, bookkeeping reports, because I know how good you are at that, uh, we're happy to help you. We have uh, really good affordable monthly plans on these uh, higher seller, um, you know, you're running it like a business, you've got some good amount of income, we'd be happy to take care of you so that your uh, accounting needs are taken care of. Well, I don't want to talk to you, though. I don't want to call up and just get some office off in, you know, New, New Brunswick or somewhere. <laughs> hey, we're here. You can message us on our website, shoot us uh, a message on social media. We'd be glad to help you out, kind of tell you what options we have so that you can be more organized and teach you and help you make more money and pay less to Uncle Sam. What's your website and where do I find you on social media then, my friends? It's, everything's Adam Up Accounting. Uh, you can look us up there on our website. You can follow us, get some Wednesday wisdom. We try to give you some tips. You can also link through the uh, podcast, Death Files and Taxes. Get those taxes uh, taken care of so you have more time to make money elsewhere. Tax season's kind of a, the burdens of tax season have uh, the, the stress and the burden is relieved. They're, they're off my shoulders. I had a few more returns I had to get out before October fifteenth, and uh, I've done a few. The other ones, it's their problem if they don't get to me. So, and we're we're trying out. We've heard people our audio quality. Hey, we got new microphones now, so let us know if these are working good. Uh, I'm thinking. I don't know. It, we're it, we're trying. It, it's because you've become big time. Like I hope our listeners. Never have to hear the day that, that this podcast is no more because Derek big times us. But it's it's getting closer. It's closer. It's getting closer. If I ever big time you, it's because I'm on an island somewhere without internet reception and I'm just living there. I figure it's because you're going to be with Brandon Flowers touring the world again. And, or that, yeah. I, I mean, maybe, do it. maybe you'd at least you know call in and let the listeners still hear your sultry songs. Or you can check out Lonely Town, the Killers podcast, kind of. Get your, uh, your your fix. Get your fix. Well, either way, um, I'm still gonna be reselling because that's what that's what I do. So it's a bad, dirty habit that you, you can't you can't lose. It's it. the best of the best, Adam. I need to tell you, happy birthday! Yesterday oh, nice. we had the big party. Adam became a man yesterday. I sat by your mom at the party. I appreciate you having us. I'm gonna go home and have dinner because of uh, Adam sent us home with leftovers. You did it upright. The hard part is now that I'm 40. Um, Food was great. We had a, a, a local Hawaiian place, catered it. It was awesome. I wore a hula skirt. Adam had on some coconuts. It got wild. Derb had the coconuts on. Well, um, they passed them around. They, they did, but I'm not going to lie. I had the worst heartburn of my life last Uh-oh. night. So I think I might have to uh, question some of my life choices here in the, in the short time period. So 
Time to make some reflections and changes. But I just wanted to congratulate. Happy birthday on the air to you. Well, thank you. I, I brought you over. A, a, here's here's the kind of guy I am. I bought Adam over a, a box of cards. Oh, uh, boy. And I was excited because I thought, this is going to be good. They're 20, 21s. I give them to him. He looks at me and says, are those ones Phil just gave you? <laughs> I bought those. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just I found them on the shelf and thought, Adam's birthday. I'm going to give him a, some cards. I know he appreciates them. And he just said, Phil, give those. Like they were just free cards that I was passing along. I know. And you said a couple other things that I might have thrown in. I guess I'm always on the defensive with you because normally you say something off the wall and my wife believes you. I was on my best manners. And I still got thrown under the bus. So what did that teach me? I, think I might was, as well just be me. I think it's because Holly was there. My mom was there. Katie was there. Derb. There was a lot of witnesses. So I was best behaved, and I still got accused of doing things that I don't even know. So uh, yeah, It was a good time, so I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. That, that was, it was fun. It's kind of one of those, you know, it's a number, but I do. I feel a little bit older, um, a, a little wiser. Well, more dis- distinguished. I, I guess so. I got a lot more uh, salt in the hair. It's not some kid doing my accounting now. It's a, it's a grown man. I'm a man. I'm 40. So, well, what else has been going on with? Uh, you told me you were buying some stuff. I've been. I, I'm finally taking my own notes. I guess. Um, I can't even remember what I was watching. I was watching something the other day, and I was like, "Man, you know what? I'm going to start buying some tickets because we talked about it last week." And I've always seen it. I'm going to kick in myself because there were some really cool tickets for $20 on Macari that I'll go in. You know, you save things and you like things. And they were really cool because tickets used to have artwork. Tickets used to be like a, a work of art. And there were some Rose Bowl tickets, Rose Bowl tickets from like 1950 or something. And it was $20 for two of them. And, I'm, and I kept, that was the one that kind of haunted me. I'm thinking, man, I should buy that. Get it graded. I mean, somebody's going to buy that. And uh, anyways, they got on and they were gone. And I told myself, I'm going to start buying some stuff. So I bought a couple um, Lee Corso tickets. That's what it is. It kicked me in when they were talking about Lee Corso. Like, I'm going to see what's out there and available. Because he's a a father, grandfather figure to a lot of college football fans. Kind of in this era that went from, you know, you didn't really see anything to that weekly TV show. And and unfortunately... um, Death piles and taxes. Death is always a winner. It's going to hit us at some point, and I think when when he does go on, a lot of these things are going to uh, you know go up in value. So I'd rather have them and then put them up for sale. So that's kind of what kicked it on me. Yeah, well, I, I you know I'm always there with you. I was uh, I I've, I've been uh, trying to figure out what I'm doing. I need to get some stuff graded. I'm getting the stuff ready for Christmas. I've been getting some of the action figures together. And the other day, I just sat down and started listing. Um, some something happened. I got back in the good graces of eBay. I was talking a few weeks ago about how I got kicked off the good list of the top rated seller. Uh, I'm back in there. I don't. I had some. They have weird uh, statistical things that come up from time to time, and you can dive into them and argue. Uh, for whatever reason, I can get put back on the good list. But with that, all my stuff was able to be promoted again. But then I, I got kicked into some international stuff. So I've been. Going in and doing promotional grading on, like, all my, uh, or not grading, um, I, I'm in grading state of mind, but I've been going through and putting all my stuff that's international, so, like, over in Germany, over in the U.K., and putting those on their own promotional uh, thing, so I'm just I'm just flooding eBay. I'm thinking the more fish hooks you get out there, the more possibility you're going to catch something, right? You're definitely uh, in the right pool on that, and 
People can say whether they're this or that. eBay has the most eyeballs. Yeah, they charge money to, to sell it, but so do consignment places. Everywhere charges money to sell it because they have to make money. I mean, and they're in it as a business just like we are. Like, you can't use their stuff and not expect to, to pay them. So, you know, put that in your pricing and don't, you know, just realize that and get the eyeballs to sell the stuff because it does nothing for you sitting on the ground unless you're, you're used to waiting. So make some money this week. You know, D-Roy? I'm all about making the money. I'm all about the holidays and Christmas coming up. The commercials, Adam, have started to trickle out, and I usually don't watch a lot of commercials. I just fast-forward, but when it's live sports and things like that, I, I watch them. I saw a commercial the other day that kind of uh, gave me the giggles. Uh-oh. And, and uh, if, if this is you or this is your kind of thing, it, it comes back into selling, and, and you have to market yourself and all that. But it was uh, it was basically it was a commercial for a Rolex, Rolex watch. So give, oh, give your dad a Rolex. And it was basically saying... He grew up and he made you grilled cheese sandwiches, so give that man a Rolex. So I'm thinking, if that's if that's true, I will make anyone grilled cheese sandwiches for a couple of years. No questions asked if uh, in exchange I get a Rolex. Well, I know a guy, Pelican, he's got several Tijuana Rolexes. No, these have to be legit. These are guaranteed. I've seen Pelican's Tijuana this and that, and I've new watch bands, new watches, new day. I need something that's uh, a little more authentic. Danny is guaranteed to get a green wrist after he wears the Pelican Tijuana watch. We, we got enough of those, but uh, but the watch prices. So we talk a lot about you know cards and and all these different things. Apparently, over the same period of time, watches have just skyrocketed too. So it doesn't matter what you're into, and that's what we try to say. There's people that are just big watch collector guys. Um, apparently, if you're if you're into the Tijuana Rolex, but the real ones, and I don't know, there's probably 20 other brands I don't know about. That's a, that's a firm investment too, Adam. So if you're out there at the thrift stores, if you're out there at the flea markets, and you see certain uh, certain pieces of, of timeware, as we'll call them, Ooh. it might be it might be worth it to do some look up and, and some comp search on those. Well, this is, uh, as far as you know, money coming in, money related stuff. This uh, advanced child tax credit still come rolling in. Like I said, if you have children, keep track of it. Make sure you're tracking that money and uh, go and spend it on the death piles and taxes eBay <laughs> store. Lots of great stuff there. Uh, you're supporting me, which supports my um, habits of going to football games, which went to another one on Friday night. Had, had a great time. Went up to Logan, Utah. Never been to a game there before and uh, enjoyed it. Had a great thing. I know this might be hard to believe for you, but while I was there, I called a client who I knew was going to be there. We had a quick five-minute meetup. My, my meals were deductible. My tickets were deductible. <laughs> so I guess. Well, no, when you contact, so it was Friday night, and I, I got home from work. I was relaxing. I was in the chair. I was like, okay, we'll turn on. It's an it's in, in-state game, so we'll see how it goes. Of course, Adam's on his way there. He's stuck in traffic, and he's going to be there. I'm like, dude, you stay, you stay in the night? Because this is... You know, two, three hours away from where we live. No, I'm, I'm just going to come back. I'm just going to turn it. So turn and burn still. I, I don't know how you do it. I, the game got over. Um, but you know what? Like, we were there. It had a good time. It was a cool stadium. It was one of the it, – uh, there's – it's a cool stadium in the state. I will say that. Wow. A big shots fired there. They're, they're, the other two stadiums are, are large. But this one was the coolest, great atmosphere with fans. It was a really fun place. But anyways, after the game was over, I mean, a hotel in that town was $275, and you could drive 20 minutes to get to the next closest town, 
and that was $250, and I'm like, this is, I'm just going to drive home, so got me another 44 Diet Mountain Dew Ski, some uh, chocolate Twizzlers, and uh, some pollen pills, some pollen pills, some, uh, some corn nuts, and just headed home. Didn't get as bad a heartburn that night as I did last <laughs> no, you night. Turned 40, so. So. It, it was it was a fun time. Well, so. this weekend you're flying down to you're flying down to uh, L.A. Is that... and, and you know what, Beth? It's not even going to be a weekend. The game is on Saturday at five. We fly out uh, around eleven. We'll get there at two. We'll go hit to the stadium, and we fly out uh, at six a.m. the next morning. So we'll be in L.A. less than twenty four hours. So. So you're not even going anywhere. You're not doing anything. You're not, not eating out anywhere. Just a goober. I do have to find out from USC where you have like you, you check your bag so that you know you you can't walk in with your backpack. So. Just, just, uh, I think you pay the guy in the Uber 20 bucks extra, and he just holds on to it yeah, for I'm sure. I'm sure that's it. So just bring a backpack, a, a toothbrush, and a change of underoos, and we'll be good to go, man. Well, I, you know, you're, you're doing it right. You're taking the money that you've made. We oh, talk about yes. busy tax season. We talk about online selling, and now you're you're kind of enjoying you're doing that travel part that everyone wants to do. Uh, you probably should be doing a little more sourcing while you're out of these places, but sometimes the, the schedule is what it is. So. I will tell you, like this is... Kind of in the same realm as, as gambling. Um, that's kind of what realm we're really in. I mean, we all want to make money. But um, buying tickets and buying tickets to, like, flight tickets, um, buying tickets to football games, to concerts. Like, there was a time for this football game. It was, it was BYU and Utah State, and it was the biggest game that they could have. And a week prior, the only tickets that were available were anywhere from 250 to $300 a ticket. And I told myself, I said, self, I can't justify paying that much money for a ticket for a game that I'm not really emotionally tied to. But I watched tickets, and just like Derek knows, um, ask his friend Katy Perry and Taylor Swift, when it gets closer to time, people get nervous, and those prices plummet. So I was able to get my tickets for $100 each, and I felt a lot better about that. So. Yeah, there's some of those things, you know, as resellers, there's a hard out, as I like to say. So you know that it's uh, it's not going to, well, it's either going to go really good or really bad. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, our, our, our team, the, the Utah Utes, and same thing with USC, they're not quite as good as we'd like them to be. So ticket prices are... are reasonably lower than what I paid to go to Logan, Utah, to, to leave it. That's, uh, that's not bad if you can do it. Yep. Um, I've been meaning to bring this up for a few weeks, and I haven't because we've been busy and doing things. Adam, I've got into digital cards. Oh, you have not. I'm in the digital card world. Shut I, the uh, front door. I have quite a collection going. Um, and it turns out that these are things that you can sell on eBay if you'd like as well. So is it an NFT or it's a version of an NFT? Well, it's uh, it's an application, so it's it's ran by Tops. It's it's my wrestling cards, but uh, you can get free packs cards, or you can pay, or you can do whatever you want. You open the cards, and then you own them. Like I don't, it looks like I mean they're not titled an NFT or anything like that, but it's the same idea, same concept. If I remember right, I think back in January or February, there was a guy who started talking about this, and uh, it's 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 not going away. Like so, digital things are are going to be there. Um, one of the things that did happen that was, uh, you know, kind of in, in our space, um, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, he, he got into um, these NFT. You don't know what it is. Like I said, kind of look it up. It's called non-fungible token. There's some really cool videos to explain it. Um, but what it, it's just a, it's a digital copy of something. It's a digital piece of art. 
Uh, but what Gary V. done is the originals, he, he doodled, and that's what he calls it, you know, an ambitious elephant or whatever. A hard-working horny toad. Hard-working horny toad. That's our core. And he did it like a, on a picture, on a piece of paper. But what he did is he took that piece of paper, sent it to PSA, because he is who he is, they graded it and, and authenticated it, and essentially he had these sell at Christie's auction, five different of them, and I believe it hit like $1.2 million, and uh, the unique thing is that person got the also the original hard uh, paper, but they also got the NFT, and now as that NFT, the digital, you know, forever, it'll show a forever timeline. So it's kind of the same thing. Oh, boy, look. Derek is showing me his cool cards he's got on his phone. So essentially what he did is he took a picture of these cards. I wish. He's throwing if, if these were physical cards, I'd be doing a lot better. But you know, they, they have so many made. So this one's like a global count of 3,000 or whatever. And, and you own it. And then uh, if you want to go try to flip it on eBay, stuff, that was the thing that surprised me is that they were selling on eBay. And hmm. you get the right rare card or, or whatever. So I thought, well, I might as well. I mean... I might, might as well. So now I'm, I'm starting to collect them. I haven't, I haven't sold any yet, but I, I'm not opposed to it. You know, the world is is a changing place, and and uh, digital currency is is real. Um, you can buy and sell things. Robinhood, one thing we talked about a while ago. Um, oh, let, let me look. Let's see if I've moved up the list. I, I can't wait. I look at this every single day. Yeah, that's the thing. It was kind of I, the, the things that hit trends. So. It was kind of a big thing there for a while. I don't know if it was people were home with the uh, pandemic and things going on, or or what exactly happened. But it seemed like the, the trading, the uh, you know, the Robinhood going and buying your stocks or going and buying your cryptocurrency was kind of a fever pitch just a few months ago. And and now you don't hear as much about it. But um, obviously, stock trading's been going on for you know hundreds of years, so it's, it's nothing that's going to drop off. But maybe the craze just isn't quite where it was. I'm number three hundred and eighty-five thousand three hundred and twelve on the Robinhood crypto wallet list. So eventually, at some point, I'll have my own crypto wallet tied to Robinhood, and when I go see your buddy Mark Cuban, um, I can pay for a drink, a, a hot dog, and a Luca Doncic shirt. We're using my Dogecoin that I just push a button and transfer. So, so okay, so that's uh, so you can't do it now. You have to wait to be now. up on the list. You have to get an actual wallet, which I've been trying to, and I, I'm too dumb to figure it out. I, everything I have is a business bank account. I have one personal bank account, and my wife uses it, and not not that it matters, but I don't want to say, hey, here's my NFT money I'm spending into that. It just it's you don't want to see the receipt. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, well, I just it, it's just simplicity. I don't want. To How much did you spend for this hardworking horny toad? Uh, I it's my hardworking horny toad that I made. So eventually somebody's yeah. gonna pay. Hundreds yeah. Well, of you're gonna buy one to show the market the value is there. So you're gonna kind of fudge the numbers or. Uh, She'll bid up with one of one of them. Say it's worth this. I, I, the last time I heard that uh, your PWCC aren't they still on the? Uh, uh, yeah, I haven't heard sketchy of this. Follow up. I'm sure they're not on eBay. Uh, allegedly, know. I'm not gonna you know incriminate myself. Derek already got himself in that hot water with our buddies over at Audify, but uh, who? Spotify. Can I say their name? Oh. I was getting in trouble. Again. So okay, so I don't know. When we're when we're recording this, I don't know if we've already played or not, but we we interviewed a, a guy named Sam Morning who came in here, and I I was going back and forth with him to get him on the show, 
and he wanted to check out uh, the show before he comes on. What's smart? He's a smart guy. Yeah. You know, he's just not going to come run on any... You, you got to make sure that me and Adam aren't as crazy as we sound, or we at are. least we have some validity to us, or maybe he just want to know how the show flowed. But he, he was telling me he couldn't find the show. Uh-oh. And so I had a small panic attack to hack, thinking that uh, we'd been expunged again or, or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, and then I just, you know, it was a cell, their death piles all one word, not two words. And he found us no problem. But there for a minute, I thought we'd been erased again. And I was like, I can't go back up that hill again. We we can't go through that again. Um, yeah. Which our numbers now, though, we're back. We're better than ever. Uh, people, you seem to be liking, you seem to be listening. We're getting good ratings. We're getting good good feedback. And, and we're having fun doing it. And so. like I said, and that's the weird part we talk about this, is, is we're here in my office, just the two of us chatting away. And hundreds of people are listening. And I think... Hey Derek, let's uh, let's go rent out a, a little a little gym and let's go speak at a, a speaking event. Like, who's gonna show up? Every one of our podcast listeners show up every single week. We appreciate it. Like, it's fun and it's fun to look at the numbers and see what's growing. Yeah, hopefully, uh, I guess people are enjoying. It. I guess you're listening right now. You enjoy it. So yeah. uh, some weeks are better than others. We get it. Sometimes we've sold a lot more than we have, but or haven't. But uh, you know, sometimes we're buying, sometimes we're selling. Either way, we're we're talking about it and. If you want the numbers and the cents, we'll, we'll bring it to you. If you want to be bored to sleep, that's somewhere else you got to go for it. But usually we're a little, a little uh, live, lively. We have a little funner, funner show, hopefully. A, a lively bunch. So I don't I know. I'm just rambling, I feel like. I am going to go over the two things that we have been talking about the last couple months. Um, keeping track of numbers, it is, it's it's king. Like it says, we just had this conversation. Like I said, if, if you want to, as a reseller... And not only even a reseller, but in life. I mean, this is a a life task for all of us. Is I know it sounds sucky, but having an actual budget um, is important. Now, blow through it, spend more than you make. I mean, that's that's fine. That's the American way right now. Um, I don't know. That's fine. Well, I I mean, you know, when in Rome, but you need to be able to be accountable to yourself for what you're making and spending. And the reason I say that is we're coming up on the end of the year. Um, nobody likes paying more money in taxes. Like, that's just an irrelevant. And we're not going to go down the, the rabbit hole because it's a deep one of what do they do with your tax dollars. Whether you pay $1 or 100000 or a million dollars, once it's gone, it's gone. You have no real rhyme or reason of where it's going to go. So I'm really for a prevention is let's see what you can do to lower your tax liability. Whether you're going to pay... You know, you make $100,000, you know, after taxes, after you bring home, you've got, I don't know, $80,000 and, you know, you have budgeted out, you know, I don't know, $7,000 a month. I mean, that puts you kind of a little bit over, but if you can take and put some money into a retirement account, I know it sounds dumb, I know it sounds boring, but if you can do that, you're going to save yourself 20 to 30% in taxes. And it's a very simple thing, and you are now setting yourself up for future self because 65-year-old Derek is not going to come back and say, 39-year-old Derek, I wish you wouldn't have put $15,000 away because 65-year-old Derek will be reaping the benefits when that money is now hundreds of thousands of dollars instead of stupid money that you spent going to see Hulk Hogan in Florida. Like that money well spent. <laughs> stupid money would be the, the bubble gum that you bought down at the corner store. Yes. But, uh, no, I, you say something that's kind of weird. Time is a strange thing. And as you, as you turn 40, we get into all this. But, uh, yeah, the 65-year-old, 
there's certain things you can't make up. Like you can't, and, and time is one of those. And and putting money away, having interest, different event, investments, and things going. I mean, you can go crunch the numbers. You can go uh, down a, a rabbit hole. You can come call in, talk to Adam. But it, it's one of those things that the amount that you can do in you know twenty, thirty, forty years. Obviously, the sooner the better. I'm a big Clark Howard guy. Uh, talk, he talks about it all the time, but you can't make up the time. So uh, we talk about cards. We talk about different things. You can't go back and buy a card from the 1980s that's worth money right now because they printed they're done. And if you do buy them, they've been opened or people know what could be in that pack. It, it's not going to cost you the quarter or five cents or whatever it was going to cost then. The same thing is when you go to retire or when you're like, oh, I might not want to work every day of my life for the rest of my life. You can't just start putting away money that day and expect to, you know, retire the next month or year. So you you, you plant you plant the seed, and by the time the tree grows, you, you pull off the branch and hopefully there's some fruit on there. I don't know some analogy like that, right? <laughs> but but it, it's it's a lot easier just to do it as you go instead of trying to do it all in big one shot, yeah. you know, at the end. Yeah, a little bit, a couple hundred dollars here and there, a paycheck, it adds up to the to the end of the year. And, I don't know. I don't know why, why I've kind of caught to this. Is some more life advice, like the things we've learned and looked at. Because every one of us, like I said, we're getting older. Time is, you know, you're you're three years older now, listening to the show than you were three years ago. Because like that's how long we've been on the air now. Yeah. Once, once you started, once you started, if you just start putting away that money right now, you'd have three years worth, which might not sound like a lot, but it adds up. And I don't want people listening that are older either to be like, well, I'm 65 now, no use of doing it. Like. Uh, what's the well? I'm on my tree analogy. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time is today, or whatever. Yeah, I, you've got plenty of opportunity, and and it's always the hey, what what do we have to do? And like I said, it, it's coming from two guys that live a normal, regular life. Um, Derek's very humble about what he does. He, he doesn't fluff. He, he's not a fluffer anymore, unless it's a fluffer nutter sandwich, right? Not not going there. No comment, but. Very, very intelligent guy. He doesn't have any college debt. He's his home is getting closer every day to be paying off. He's got his uh, his fingers in a lot of uh, mice traps that are all going to catch money, or they already have a lot of money. So or mice. Yeah. So um, you know he's kind of diversified. He's got money in stock markets and in eBay and savings and all these different things. And uh, it just takes a little bit. Like I know a lot of rich people that make. $1.8 million a year, and they can't pay $200,000 in taxes. And I know a lot of people that make $40,000 that have $200,000 in their savings account well, or in their retirement. It goes back to my, my day job. We, we drive truck. We, we drive around and uh, deliver things or, or whatever. Truck truck driver, the, the blue collar, I always like to, to brag about that because I am proud of that. Jeff Gordon. But the thing is, if you got a big truck, it burns a lot of fuel. If you got a smaller truck, it might not burn as much fuel. Same thing with life. Like, you can have that lifestyle, but it's going to cost you a lot of money to have that lifestyle, and you got to keep it up once you get it going. Or you can find something where you're doing all right, and maybe you don't use as much gas. You drive a little Prius car. I don't know. And you can save some of that. And it, when when things happen, I mean, because you know this as well as I do. It's coming. With life, things happen. Yeah. And I guess this isn't really real reselling related, but it kind of is. It's the death piles and taxes. It's money talk. There's going to be a time in your life when, you know, the, the shower goes out, the, the washer, the dryer, the, the fridge. Oh. Uh, maybe you're getting kicked out of an apartment. Uh, you know, car problems. Something's going to happen. If you have a little reserve, you can cover it. There's no stress. You just move on and you start saving again. 
If you don't, and I can say this is a guy that's been on both sides of it, okay, now I need to come up with $12,000, $1,200, a couple hundred dollars. I don't have that. I can get paid next Friday. How can I can do this? You, you know, ask the wife, hey, do you got any money or you think your family can borrow? Whatever you go down, stress starts coming there. You start having rifts between people that you have connections with because money causes a lot of problems. Yes, and that's does. why we end the reselling and, and this kind of thing is because we want to we want to take away that burden, whether whatever it is, it's a hobby, it's fun or whatever, but you want to have that little pillow so when these problems come up, you can say, okay, money's a tool that can fix this. And you can patch it up and, and go on with your life. If you don't have that, I work with enough people, and I see enough throughout my daily life. Adam does as well, but he's a little more confidential on people that he's, he's dealing with their money and stuff. He can't really tell a lot of stories or he'll get sued. But I can tell stories about people that come to work. They can't come to work on time because they have to work two jobs. They get home at midnight. Their wife's mad that they're never home enough. They're not spending enough time with money or bringing home enough money, not spending enough time with the kids. Uh, on the weekend, you know, there's just always something, something's going out in the car, so then they're trying to fix it themselves, which if you got those skills or whatever, it's fine, but you got to go buy the part, you got to try to put it in there, you can't come to your one job, so you're losing that job, it's just always drama and things, and so whatever little things you can do to alleviate that, whether that's putting away, you know, some money in a Roth, or you're buying some stocks, or you're just putting money in a savings account, and it's stuff that you bought off a thrift store that you're selling for you know, 30% markup or whatever, life's going to happen, people get sick, there's all sorts of things that happen. Your job as a, as a person is to put yourself in a place where you're going to come up against that and at least have some sort of a shield or barrier for it. That's the way I see it. Uh, you, you hit on a, a big point there. I'm going to share what I think is a pretty funny educational story happened to me. You brought it up here, fixing your own vehicle. I used to do a lot of that as these newer vehicles, like there's a lot of things. YouTube's really cool. Like I said, you could say, how do you change the light bulb? And it gets on there and it says, you have to be triple jointed to reach your hand up in there or other things. So air conditioning in our car went out. Like we had a leak and, and what was happening is the, the air conditioning drainage tube had got full and that water would just gush into underneath where the glove box is. There's kind of container and it would just kept falling out and it was just this puddles of mess so that is right where the blower motor is for the air conditioner it spins around and because it got wet it just kind of wouldn't work anymore so I thought hey my guy usually takes care of me he is so busy good for him I told him to quit working so much so he took off Friday so it's hard to get in with him now. You know, he's my guy you've cost yourself a day I've cost my, so it's my guy and I still have a hard point you know I'm like you know what I, I'm, I'm handy I can do this I can figure this out. So looked at the video, looked up on, uh, you know, um, AutoZone, found the part, went and picked it up, and I'm like, I can do this, because it says it's really easy. You just go in, you unhook the one thing, you spin it, you pull it off, you put in the other one, you spin it back, and it goes in. So I'm like, yeah, sweet, I can do this. So I pulled out the old one, I bought the new one, $103. I'm like, this is not bad, I can do this. I put it in. The problem is, is what I did is I put it in and I turned it and I plugged it in. I didn't turn it the whole way. So I turned on the air conditioner to make sure it worked and it worked for a second. And then I went in to go make sure it was all the way in. And when I touched it, it fell oh. and, and the spinning like bracket is kind of like a fan. That whole plastic thing shattered and went 
all over made this awful noise and my wife comes out you're all right i'm like yeah i'm just a moron so needless to say i pulled that out i learned a second time i went back found the same part brought it back put it in the right way made sure it was totally completely in and Air conditioning works again. You can just call me Handy Mandy. And there's the thing. If you can do it yourself, home repairs or, or cars, uh, I, I don't know if I've told this story or not. I probably should have him come on the show, but I got a buddy that uh, decided he was going to quit the corporate gig, and he wanted to just – he was a, a mechanic. He can do mechanical things. Uh, I can sell wrestling cards. I know good things about grading cards. Some people are mechanically uh, inclined. Some people can do handyman stuff around the house, and they're really good at that. So – Whatever you're good at, just just learn how to capitalize at it, right? There, there's different things. I'm not saying don't do any of these things. Go pay your money to somebody that can. If you know how to do it, do it yourself and save you some money. But he actually got started on YouTube, and he was just doing his. He, he was repairing his vehicles anyways, or he'd do like you know little things for neighbors and stuff. And he was recording that. He put it up on YouTube, started him a channel, started getting monetized, and he eventually grew to where he had his own mobile uh, repair business. He got on with like Schwinn and some of these other people, and he was just their man that they'd call him up. He had fleet, he had more work than he could handle. He quit his regular job, and that's what he did. And then he was making residuals off of putting this stuff on YouTube. So uh, there's, I mean, there's multiple ways to go about it. If, if you're a handyman, there's all sorts of apps. If you know how to put on a uh, air conditioning thing without, you know, destroying the car, in the fan. Uh, and there's there's all sorts of ways to do it. So. Uh, I'm just saying, you find your niche, you find what you're good at, you know, and, and you run with it. You might be the world's best uh, umpire, you know. We got we got our buddy Pelican, and we like to laugh and give him crap about it, but the man's good at what he does, and he's went up the ranks, and he's making a good side income uh, being an official, you know. That's, that's what he wants to do. That's what he's good at. So find what you're good at. Find what you can do. I grew up in, in uh, a small town in the middle of Utah, and... Uh, we had a big rock star come from there, so I said, well, who who else can I talk about this with? I got our buddy Jimmy. We're doing that other podcast. It's going quite well. We're branching out with different things. Like, I'm just saying this. I'm a normal person, and I'm figuring all this out, and maybe this is like therapy for me or something. But, like, <laughs> my whole thing is if I can do it, you can do it. Like, maybe you didn't grow up with this or that, but something came from your place where you live. There's something you are good at. There's something you can find. There's something that you know about that you're an expert at. Instead of just being that guy that can go on Facebook and say, oh, they did that wrong, I can't believe that, be the guy that goes on Facebook and shows people how to do it or that sells it or, or become the expert in your field, whatever that is. Yeah, I like to say we're all good at something, you know, and that's the crazy part is, is I mean, there's people who make a lot of money playing video games. Maybe you're not even good at something. <laughs> like, there's people that suck at video games on Twitch that people just watch to make fun of, like, if you own it, lean into it. Make some money. Maybe you're just, uh, you know, the funny, fat, chubby kid. Like, there's a market for that. People will pay to listen to jokes. I mean, if people pay to, you know, do something, enjoy it, see what happens, you know. And, and if you're not making money, no, who cares? Not everything's about money, but if, well, if it you're helps enjoying, you. If you're enjoying it, if you're getting something out of it, if you're getting some satisfaction, it, it, it is something. I mean, you can sit around and, and watch the SVU Marathon eating Cheetos, or you can be like the podcast talking about the SVU, and other people listening will be eating the Cheetos, but you'll be making the money. That's right. Like, there, there's there's no wrong way. And right now, like, just opportunities are everywhere. That's the part 
that kind of baffles me is is when people still say, well, I don't know what I can do or I don't want to do it or whatever. And I get, you know, some of that. But to some extent, if you're willing, if you're able, just try something and see if it sticks. It's not going to hurt nothing. Yeah, and like I said, he, he's right. Anything, like literally anything. TV shows, there's groups on Reddit that are astronomically large that Derek kind of found. I'm like, wow, this is this is crazy. And, I mean, we have a lot of listeners, but there's even more people on Reddit that talk about a song on uh, some rock star. Like, it's crazy. So get out and try something. I guess that's kind of the modern day. I guess that was the, that's the show. Just, just go out there and try. Sometimes you have to get a little out of the comfort zone. Sometimes you're going to fail. And, you know, that's fine. And you just move on or keep trying. Like, not everyone's overnight successes. Not everyone's going to become multimillionaires. But if you're passionate about it, if you enjoy it, you, you'll be successful. Most overnight successes took 10 years to become overnight. We're getting there. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting We're about there. seven years away, Adam. We're, we're there. So, and Derek, I, I tell you all the time, I mean, I'll try anything twice. I mean... <laughs> And last night at the party, I was talking to your mom about some things, oh, and uh, I'll have to bring up some other stories. But he definitely tried a few things twice, folks. Yeah, and, and like says, I, I'm not, I'm not going back to those places again. That, that was a, that was a, a, a forgotten memory, D. Roy. So well, Adam, with that, we better let the good folks get back to what they're doing. Yeah, I guess we can say that, life coach. Appreciate that. So they are. What are those two things in life that are certain, D. Roy? I mean, death piles and taxes. <laughs> Dedication 